who do men say that I am? Questions of faith and answers of faith. Who do men say that I am? From this dialogue with Jesus and Peter, or between Jesus and Peter, we can see some societal norms and what every individual might have to grapple with in terms of your identity and where people would like to place you. So in Jesus asking Peter, who do men say that I am, and hearing the various answers, a few things stand out to me. Number one, when your identity is unique, and most of the time, everyone has a unique identity. When your identity is unique, or when your identity uh, is, is a standout kind of identity, and people have not encountered your kind before, they will try to make it fit an already existing module. So now Jesus is being said to be another Jeremiah or another Elijah. And yet Jesus was in a class all by himself. So why were people putting him in the class of Elijah and Jeremiah? Simply because they had not seen his kind before. So once again, as the experts or as people who have studied history, the only way they can name the future is if it has any similitude or any resemblance to the past or the history. So if God wants to do a new thing in your life and the experts deem what is being done in your life as something new they haven't seen before, they will quickly try to say, well, it's probably the second coming of um, Billy Graham or Steve Jobs or uh, Martin Luther King. Why? Because that is what they know. And our God is in the business of starting something new. So you have an idea that God has put on your heart to do something, to start a ministry, to do something, to do it new, and the people look at you, and then they name you after something or someone that they can identify with. Why? Because they can identify with the new. They can't identify with the new. So whatever miracles Jesus is doing, well, the power is in the mood of Jeremiah. The power, the way he operates, is in the mood of Elijah. Why? Because that is what they are used to. Don't let the limitations of man's knowledge, man's expectations, man's expertise, man's experience, don't let those limitations limit the newness of what God will like to do and accomplish in and through you. The Bible says, Behold, I do a new thing. Shall you not see it? Behold, I will make a wellspring of water in the desert. People don't look for water in deserts. So when you show them water in desert, they'll probably think that, oh, maybe it's rained or or some strange thing. You know why? Because they are not used to seeing water in the desert. So when God tells you that I'm going to bring water in the desert, sometimes it is even better that you don't go and tell the people who have never seen water in the desert because they will not believe you. When Noah had the opportunity to tell the people 
um, um, that there was going to be a flood. The people laughed. Why? Because, are you crazy? They had never seen rain in that part of the world. No, they couldn't believe it. They couldn't believe it. And we learned from the example of Jesus is that never accept the labels of men who can see as far as your destiny. Never accept the labels men put on you when you know very well that they can't see beyond your destiny. They can only see beyond your history. They can see from your history to your present, but they can't tell your future. Never accept the label of anyone, any man, any organization, any group, any mentor, any hero, any heroine. Nobody should be able, with their words, with their limited uh, vision and sight, say that based on yesterday and your, your now or your today, your tomorrow is going to be like this. No, only God. Only God. We also learned that Jesus was comfortable with people calling him names, but he knew that he was not going to subscribe to those names. He was not going to control to these, those names, and he was not going to obviously accept those labels. He did not even address the mistakes of people calling him Elijah or Jeremiah or the second coming of any other big prophet. He did not even address it. Many of us, we address the false labels that people put on us. Somebody once said that how you are addressed is more important than your address. Well, Jesus didn't care about what people addressed him as because God is the ultimate. He knows tomorrow. He is the one who calls us. If you know who called you, why would you subject yourself to us? You know, in this series, we are learning that Jesus Christ, asked so many more questions than he was asked. We also learned that the only time Jesus acknowledged of all the names was when he asked Peter, who do you say that the son of man I am? In other words, Jesus is saying that as I know my identity, even though I'm asking you what is your thought on who I am, when he said that you are the son of the living God, you are the Christ, then he says, you are Simon Barjona. What do we learn from that? The day you realize who God is, your identity is set. He says, indeed, flesh and blood has not revealed this unto you. The day you get a revelation of who God is, your identity is set. Because God relates to us based on identity. Number one, who we are. And number two, who we see him to be. So as soon as Peter got that revelation, Jesus was ready to build something. May revelation come your way so that God can build something. Revelation can be an understanding of who you are, an understanding of your, your strength, an understanding of... Um, 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 the power that God has put in you. A revelation could be a, a, a realization that you don't have to fear spirits and, 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 and family members and all those. 
when you realize that you don't have to fear that, you don't have to fear a situation, you don't have to fear uh, uh, coming out and, you know, and, 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 and telling people your reality or your truth, when you realize that, God is ready to build something. I pray that this short uh, um, exhortation from the series we are doing, uh, questions of faith and answers of faith, will be a blessing to you. Don't let any man seal your faith when your faith can change things around or turn things around. The Bible says that the partner you partner with is more important. That is why the Bible says that with a man it may be impossible, but with God all things are possible. What does that mean? It means that the level of your possibility is dependent on who you partner with. If you partner with man, impossibilities are all over the place. But if you partner with God, Nothing can stop what God can accomplish with you. Father, I pray that this word will bless every hearer. I pray that this word will, will, will impact somebody's life to start believing what you say about them and not what men may say about you. Every ordinance written by man, if it is not approved by you, we have no business believing it, or being afraid of it, or succumbing to it. May the counsel of the Lord stand over every one of us, our lives. God richly bless you.